so, uh, so you said, so we see the, there's the 12, okay. Yeah, so you would know more or less the same, the same kind of thing. One thing, though, you could add to this, Urash, is that, um, the defeat of a, of a Chimera, you remember even from dealing with this with your people, would be considered a great, uh, thing. Like, I mean, it would be, it would be considered a, a truly epic barbarian, like, you know, this, this is no joke, um, because it's, as far as you know, never been done by anybody in your tribe. I mean, I'm not saying we should definitely go through the Chimera Lair. What I am saying is that when we kill a Chimera after we've gone through the Chimera Lair, we're going to be glorious. Yes. You really that's, have that's hit your I'm head saying. one too many times. That's all I'm saying. We're going to be legends. Yeah, but legends are very often dead. Yeah, hey, there's no free <laughs> drinks when you're dead. The average life expectancy is about 40. <laughs> but, I mean, I can, I can Mera's intelligent, can we, like, talk to it? Like, hi, we're just passing through. Oh, Chimera are definitely What is wrong with you? Kaiman Calixa says, Chimera are definitely intelligent. They're intelligent enough to know just how fast they can eat something they don't like, for example. I don't well, think we should bet on negotiation. We should just be really likable. We should bring them a yak. That's I'm sure you like us as it eats us in one gulp. No, we give them a yak. I just, I, I take my axe out. And I just, I'm just It'll like, go. I'm incredibly likable. It'll be like, <laughs> oh, look, my self delivered meal brought a freebie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it, a starter. <laughs> yeah, but, but so that, that's, I think it sounds like a good plan, doesn't it? No! Nana likes my plan! We could, we could maybe put some sleep, we could maybe really just like... Can I just point out, you're also talking about carrying a yak halfway up the 12,000 steps. Maybe what Urash is for. I'm not carrying a yak up the 12,000 steps. We found this limit. Maybe we could, maybe we could take like a live yak, you know, that it can just up there. We ride the yak. No, because then you're all going to get attached to it. We won't name it. Breaking. No, I'm we'll, not... we'll name it dinner. <laughs> so we've already named it. This yak doesn't even exist. You've already named it. You've grown attached to it. He says, Look, we're um, not taking the yak. Right? I mean, there is the yak that um, that Bella brought you. See, we yeah, already it's... have a yak. We eat it. That, that yak. We only little the pieces yak? of it. There's plenty that. more of it left. It was a pretty we big could... yak. We could. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we can put some some sleeping herbs into the yak and then like unconspicuously drop it there and the chimera eats it and we just walk by. I take my axe out again. I've got an excellent sleeping potion. See? Yep. Wait. I just twirl twirl the axe in my hand. I feel excellent, like that's, excellent sleeping potion. That's like a very permanent sleeping though. Yes. That requires battle. Long sleep. It's a order size four adventurers, one free yak. <laughs> um, you basically oh, have, look, as I'm, I see I'm, it... I'm fresh out of demonic sleeping herbs. <laughs> you basically have two choices. One, you go up the 12,000 steps and hope that you can carefully move your way past the Chimera's lair. Two, you try to figure out a way to fly in and warn everyone in the world that you're on your way. Or three... You give up the search and decide to go to one of the other many not very safe giant places. But the reality is this is probably going to be your best chance to do one of those first two options. It's up you to you what you want to do, other... but they won't be expecting anyone to come up by the 12,000 steps that isn't one of their slaves or themselves, I suppose. Quick question. Are you aware of um, any of the other kind of giant lords that just happens to be incredibly charitable and love smaller <laughs> folk? Like, is this, a, is this a thing? Is there like, I mean, we've got Duke Zalto of the Fire Giants. Have we got Duke Teddy of the Givers tribe or something like that? Like the, the, the philanthropists. Do you know? Can he we know his approach? He smiles yeah. grimly and he says, I'm afraid not. And especially not if, as you say, the ordning is broken. If the giants are at each other's throats, then there's no one to control them. And most giants, frankly, they don't have the same friendly demeanor that uh, Harshnag or your friend there in the, in the tower has. 
Right, so we're gonna go kill a chimera. That's I think I just decided that then. No, 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 we're gonna feed it a drugged yak. I'm gonna take my chances sneaking through the yak village. I can't kill a chimera if it's drugged. Okay. Yes, Why you not? can. It's so it's much easier. Cup. It's not horrible. I'm not killing something that's asleep. You could what about if you yelled, while... it's coming no, you right for me kill it while you it's eating. It. You kill it while it's eating. And no. then and then if hey, you've got a backup plan in case it tries not. to eat your feet. Absolutely it'll fall not. asleep. You fight it one-on-one -on -one and you kill it in honorable combat. If wait, so hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. So you want to fight the Chimera by your onesies? What? Well, maybe not by myself. You like, just said one-on-one. On one. One. You just but said like, it. <laughs> I, I do but think like, you I'm... said 1v1. I, I oh, all right. I'll give it a go. <laughs> I thought I heard that. Then. Go one step further. I... Use your fists like a question. true barbarian. Can I rage first? Like, that's the real <laughs> question here. <laughs> you're asking Calixis or the DM? <laughs> the DM would highly recommend yeah, you we're, rage we're, if you're we're just, a we're, we're, just, we're just talking. We're yeah, just yeah, talking. Just talking. <laughs> So yeah, but he basically, so that that essentially is it. What you see there is kind of, again, now I must say also, remember that this map that you're looking at is just his approximation, you know, based on the intelligence that he's got, but it's not like nicely laid out by the giants. This, they could have changed things around, but this is a reasonable good guess on, on what the place looks like. I, I don't think you easily change things around in a mountain, you know? It's not so easy. <laughs> Although easier yeah. if you're a giant, but yes, not, not as, still Things change for us pretty quickly on the last mountain. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, but there's nothing wrong with taking with taking a yak with that just in case. Yeah, just in case yak. You know? Are we yeah. seriously Fine. bringing an emergency yak with us? Yeah. I still. Uh -huh. Okay. Can Bella show us where she got her yak from? And he kind of glances over and he says, "Do you want to show them where you got the yak?" And Bella. <laughs> And comes over like her nose is moving like very rapidly towards you, Greta, like she's very excited. Yeah, see. So. And she puts her tail down, like lays it out before you. She cannot fly, right? And Calixus says, "No, she's not a dragon." Okay, fine. I I'm getting up there. So you get on the tail, <laughs> and like you're barely on there when she's like, "What?" You're like, Ugh! "Like," as she like lurches off to show you at a great pace. She goes out of the cave. Okay, I, I, I'm riding the not yam, llama yet. Okay, fine. I can do this. Nope, big blue ice lizard. <laughs> You're riding, riding the not a llama. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot I for a moment. I wanted to say llama, and then I realized it's not a llama, and that's what I ended up with. As long as you're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't I, I? I thought I showed a picture of this. Oh, you did. Time, did oh, you, you definitely yeah. did. Yeah. It was so a picture and everything. It's adorable. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's a, I'm, we're enjoying it. Don't worry about it. I just know every time we mention Bella, I'm imagining, I first imagine this giant derpy llama. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to. Not a um, bad thing. No, no. I love llamas. All right, I, I, I'm just going to show a quick little picture on stream just so we can get an idea of what, what we're talking about here. Uh, I will get rid of the image here of Iron Slag. I do wonder why Urash finds it kind of unhonorable to slay a, a, um, a sleeping chimera, but is fine with stealing a conch. Mm. He's not killing not, the conch. We're not stealing, not we're combat. recovering. That's not combat. I have to obey the rule, the rules of engagement from Tempest. Okay. Uh, here we go. So I'm showing it on screen. Aw, Bella's cute. I'm gonna take her home. <laughs> Good luck with that. You just want free yaks. I do. <laughs> and so, um, Bella, and I feel like I should then put a little mini you know, just minifigure up at the top, but like the, you know, holding on, and that's Greta as she, um, <laughs> but so Bella like, you know, like moves back and forth, and the thing that you note, Greta, is that um, Bella does not really sink into the snow the way you might expect with something of this size and weight, and as mm -hmm. you look down, you can kind of see that the feet are splayed out, and they seem to have a little webbing, almost as if it's like being on snowshoes, basically, like those big flat things that allow you to go on top of the snow, and so she moves over like a very, very great pace um, as she goes along. 
and um, after probably about 10 minutes or so, um, she uh, brings you up to the top of this rise and points and, uh, you know, kind of lowers her head a little bit as if pointing it out. And you can see this large uh, group of yak that are there. Um, good maybe 40 or 50 that are all sort of peacefully grazing in this one area where the snow seems to be a little bit low. Um, and they're just sitting there. And okay. um, Bella sort of shows you that and then sort of tilts her head up and goes mm, and then lowers her head and then charges directly at one of the yaks. I'm just, I'm just holding on. I'm holding on. But apparently, she's better at yak retrieving than I would ever be. So yes, uh, the yak uh... note her because she's not exactly stealthy, and the yak begin to move away, like sort of rumble, rumble. But there's one yak that does not react as fast as it should, and so um, Bella comes right close, and then with you holding on for dear life, tilts her head, opens her huge jaws, and then just like crunches onto the yak, and the yak goes. And um, Bella grabs the yak, and the yak just sort of, like, in her mouth, and then, like, sort of says back, because its mouth is full. Of course, her mouth is full with the yak. Um, and um, she sort of looks at you very excitedly, and then uh, turns around and begins making her way back uh, up to the cave. Okay. I, I think it's broken now, but, but we'll see what we can do with it. Um, um. And uh, brings you back uh, back to the cave. And when you get back, all of you can see, or actually hear first, uh, Bella. And then Bella sort of gets back to the cave. And you just see this large blue lizard head appear. And then, and this yak falls out of its mouth and rolls forward a couple steps and then lies there. And then you see Greta looking however Greta wants to say she's looking <laughs> like on the back of the, the lizard. I wrote a big lizard and I brought back a yak. We have a yak! And I run up to Bella and I'm like, good <laughs> Bella! Bella like, <laughs> and nuzzles. Yay. Okay. So we do have a yak now. It's, it's not going to walk on its own. It's a bit broken. <laughs> it looks very broken. <laughs> I'm just trying to eye up how heavy it might be. But, um, uh, yeah, how heavy is the yak? Let us find out how heavy a yak is. <laughs> Things you do not expect to hear in D&D games that... Come on, man, it's us. <laughs> no, I know. I, know. I, 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 I do have the mend, uh, mending cantrip, but it's not going... It's not fixed. I don't want to fix the yak. I, it's no. not... That's not the thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you I can don't. mend the yak. Mend the yak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> uh, but could we fashion a sled? And then sled the yak. beast. Okay. So what's my normal... What's my carrying capacity? What's my carrying... Does the indie have Which rules for yaks? I, I'm, I'm very it curious does, about I, this. I now. thought... I hoped it would, but no. All right, here no. we go. Um, so this is... You'll be happy to know that this looks a little bit smaller. It might be like a teenage yak, probably. And so you'll be glad to know that this one is actually going to weigh about 700 pounds. Um, typically, okay. a male yak will weigh 770 to 1,200 pounds. Um, females weigh usually 496 to 562 pounds. Um, but this is also a wild yak, which uh, the bull yaks can, raise, can reach weights of up to 2,200 pounds. So this one is just a simple 750-pound yak. I so, totally, uh, under, also, I totally Christ, underestimated yaks. The size of a yak. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah, like 2,200 pounds? I can tell you, like, I know 13 points of nature knowledge about chimeras, but yaks. I showed them. <laughs> yeah, yaks, the little things, right? The, the little things. <laughs> so, what, how do I know what my carrying, what my, how much I can lift? I know what my carrying capacity is, but how much can I lift? Um, well, so let's, let's start with your, uh, strength. So your strength, strength is... is 20. All right. So let's talk about that. So that and is my, your strength. I also have mammoth might as well, which doubles my lifting. Doubles ah, my okay. So you were made for this. You were made You this. were the yak carrier. I was made to fish things. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, this is a side objective. 20. 
All right, so normally, 15 times 20, normally you could lift, carry 300 pounds, but because of might, you could carry 600 pounds. So, that means you can't quite carry this, but if you were to cut, you know, like a leg off it, or like, you know, a couple, like, you could the probably... If well, I cut, yeah, the head, if, if I cut, like, hard, his though, legs and head so off, much we just take the body, right. that's all right, right? Because the, the head will be very heavy because of the horns exactly. and the skull, and there's not a lot... Flopping not... the bow and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and there's not, that... there's not a lot of meat on it anyway. <laughs> all right, so we'll cut, we'll cut the floppy bits off, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll strap the body to me. Okay. Um, Can't believe I'm doing this. Jeez. <laughs> By the way, um, I should mention that since you are carrying weight in excess of 10 times your strength score up to your maximum carrying capacity, uh, mm -hmm. you are heavily encumbered. Now, I don't use encumbrance rules too much in this game, but I think the carrying of a yak will a require yak you to... Yes, will require me to referee it as such. So you yep. will be carrying... No, totally with you on that one. You're, you're <laughs> carrying, so you're carrying a large yak. And chat, I just want you all to know that the party is going to go to the top of a 1,200-step staircase carrying a yak. I cannot wait for it. I'm here for isn't. it. But I just uh, want no, to do that. I am. Well, yes, I the party is just uh, going along I behind didn't... you going, good job. I'm not going behind him. A yak might fall on me. I was <laughs> going to say I might fall over, yeah. Yes, it's time to yak it up. Yeah, somebody said yakety sax. Uh... So, um, all right, and Calixa says, all right, so assuming that we're all safe with this, then Bella, we can probably have her drag the yak along behind her. As for us, we have a fortress to go to. Are you ready to go? Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm, I, I, I'll look for my, my, my stuff that I hopefully still mostly have. Okay. And if there's something to mend, I will mend it, and then I'm going to be ready. All right, um, so you all um, get on to the back of Bella. Now remember, Bella has this platform, um, which Celsic actually rid on before. And before you leave, Calixis sets it up so that basically all of you are able to fit on the top of Bella. Uh, Greta, you'll be happy to know much more comfortably than when you were riding Bella just before, uh, barely holding on to her as she was running along. This platform is much more comfortable. Um, and uh, there's a platform basically on her back, and then up the neck a little bit higher is where uh, he is where Calixis uh, goes. And so Calixis basically um, gets up onto Bella and uh, looks back at all of you. At this point, he's, you know, everyone I assume has got their furs on that he gave you last night, the furs and everything and the masks and all that. Um, and uh, then he makes sure that uh, the yak is rigged uh, behind Bella. And then um, Bella sets off. Not at the same sort of pace uh, that Bella was bringing you to see the yaks, which she was so excited about before, Greta, but definitely at a decent pace um, as she moves along. And you make a good time going up and then over to the east um, as you head uh, towards the uh, Ice Spire Mountains, where presumably you're going to find um, this fortress. So let me see if I can pull up this map that I had. Uh, where are we? Sword Coast map, yes. Let's head over to the Sword Coast map, shall we? Um, okay. So, um, you folks, uh, started out here at... Yes, okay, good. So, um, yeah, you would be probably, uh, Celsic, closer to about here. Um, so you're down about there. And um, you are being brought over, basically, um, by Bella through hills and uh, plains and all the rest of it um, towards that side. I'm going to bring up the other folks here, too. And rush, okay. Um... Zoom in a little bit as you are heading to the east. Um, so day one passes without too much difficulty, actually. Um, the uh, snow holds off 
and so for the most part you are just going along it's very bright especially during the day and you often have to shield your eyes snow blindness is of course a thing where you can get the reflection off the snow that can really blind you and so you have to kind of shield your eyes but otherwise you manage this um, without too much uh, difficulty that first day and that evening um, when you sort of settle down Bella actually ends up becoming kind of a windbreak basically sort of like curls herself around and then uh, Calixus literally starts this fire um, in the middle of where her body is lays down this platform on the top um, which is wood and then there seems to be some kind of stone slab on top of it which may be resistant to the wood and then lights this fire on top of that um, and so you can kind of see uh, feel the warmth of the fire as the wind kind of howls around and um, doesn't cause the fire to go out because again uh, Bella is shielding you from all that the next day um, when you wake up though uh, Calixis is um, the one to wake up and actually I'd like everybody to make please a constitution check for me I need to see who wakes up first who wakes up <laughs> who wakes up at all <laughs> no. No. just a constitution check or a saving throw was uh, check not a saving throw 19 did you see that I did roll? that okay. one I did Flat see 10 not me. <laughs> Greta, uh, Greta, River, Celsi, Greta, River, all sleep. <sighs> so is Celsius. But Orash, you were up. Um, and um, as you wake up, uh, you can see Calixus is next to you. And he puts a finger to his lips. And then he goes, he gestures for you to come with him, basically. Yep, I silently, as, as silently as I can, follow him. Um, so he makes his way around the back of Bella's tail. Um, Bella kind of. <sighs> But he, you know, tells Bella to stay where she is. And he climbs to the top of this uh, kind of, like, low rise, basically. This, this rise of this snow hill. And over the top, you look down. And what you can see down below is a couple things. A very large creature, clearly a giant, but not a frost giant. Might be maybe a hill giant. Has kind of this darkish brown, uh, warty skin uh, and matted brown hair. And you can see that it's got this massive sack that he's draw he's dragging behind him. And a couple of uh, hundred feet behind him, you can see um, two very large creatures and three not quite as large creatures. And you've encountered some of these before. There are two ogres there, for sure, Urash, and three bugbears. So you've got a hill giant and two ogres and three bugbears. And as Calixis points down at them, you can see that the bugbears and the ogres look very bored. Like the ogres basically kind of pushing each other. The bugbears are kind of laughing, occasionally pointing at the ogres and chuckling um, and so forth. And only the hill giant seems to be focused on what it is that he's doing. He seems to be looking in the ground, some, some like looking on the snow. And then he starts digging frantically. And then he'll sometimes and they'll sort of yell at the bugbears and the ogres, and they'll come over and pull something up. And they seem to be putting some things into this huge sack that he's carrying. Can I see what he, what they're putting in that sack? Make a perception check for me. Bonk. A 20, huh? Um, a 20. A 20, <laughs> not a natural 20. So he... Um, Thank you. If you could, could confirm all of my dice rolls from now on, that would be good. Yes, no, no problem. <laughs> um, if you had to guess, you would say um, that what he's doing is putting what looks like... It's a little hard to tell, uh, but it might be some kind of, like, meat. Uh, like, the bag, the sack actually looks like it's moving a little bit. So you wonder if there's, like, living stuff inside there that he's throwing in this sack but every so often when they find this thing and he digs down below the surface of the snow and he doesn't have to go too far down because this particular area of the snow seems to be somewhat melted um, but uh, it might be that he's looking for food even food defined very broadly in hill giant terms type food yeah. um, you know that might be possible but yeah how far away are they? um they are probably, um, I would say, a few hundred feet. They're not aware of you yet. And Calixus whispers to you and says, I heard the 
these things making some noise earlier today. They've been around this spot since then. I don't know if they're going to keep coming in our direction, or if we just wait and hope they leave. But so long as they're there, they're in our way. I like uh, Dylag's um, suggestion in chat. I reply, for Tempest! <laughs> Tempest! 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 <laughs> Do you actually um, do that? <laughs> no, why do I don't actually do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm spoiling for a fight. I'm not suicidal. <laughs> um, well, well, I don't know. That's actions may betray that statement. Um, okay, I'll kind of motion uh, to go back to the group. Okay, and he nods and goes back. And by this time, I would say that uh, Celsic, you are now awake. And so you see uh, Urash and Calixis coming back very quietly, like they're trying to not make noise. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the stealthiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. Be very quiet. Hi, Salsag. <laughs> yeah. You'll not believe what I've just seen. Timer <laughs> stealth mode, mode, mode. <laughs> Okay, we'll wake um, River and Gretel up in a similar fashion to the way I was woken up. So, like, okay. just reminding them to be quiet. Okay. You can do that. And they cool. are now awake. So, okay. So we all kind of huddle huddle together. Um, so Calixus has just seen uh, a hill giant over the way with what looks like uh, two ogres and three bugbears. The problem is that they are in our way at the minute. And I don't really know what they're doing. It looks like they're looking for food. They've got like a big sack with them, and they're kind of digging stuff out of the ground. And um, the sack's kind of wriggling a bit sometimes, which is a bit weird. So I think maybe they might just be like digging creatures out of the ground and like alive or dead. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Whether or not we just sit here and wait for them to potentially pass. What do we think? Do, uh, I look at Calixus. Do hill giants usually live close to fire giants? No. It makes me wonder whether this one has wandered farther afield to try to find something. Presumably the other creatures with it are basically going along because it'll kill them if they don't. But um, I don't really know what to make of this thing being this far out of, out of its normal area. There are hill giants who can live on the foothills of mountains. Maybe this just got lost. Do you know what it's digging out? It's like collecting bunnies, or...? He shrugs. It was hard to tell. It was, it was hard to tell, but it, it, it looked like... meat, essentially. It looked like meat. Like, it, it just looked like things it was taking from the ground, but the bag seemed to be moving and shifting a bit every now and then that it was putting it in. Well, I, I'm looking at Calixus because I, I do suppose he knows what is under the snow in these mountains. He, he says, well, there are definitely creatures that have died, some in avalanches, and he kind of pauses for a minute, and <laughs> other ones too. He says, but it's not very good eating. Even if you could get down to them, they might have rotted away, and if it's cold enough that they wouldn't, you'd have a hard time actually getting through any of it. But hmm. I've never known that giants are very picky about their food. <laughs> Just getting dinner. Yeah, I That's wonder if we should. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they'll just get what they're coming for and then, you know, go away. Yeah, maybe we just wait it out. I mean, if it's looking for something, it will eventually move on, won't it? Yeah. I suppose the the other option is if if we try and get it out of our way, then we're definitely going to get into a fight with it. Presumably, and, it's, if, if it's hostile, right? And, and, and if we don't. Yeah. Then, if it attacks us because we're in its way, then it's attacked us. You know. And two ogres and three bugbears. Yeah. I mean, we've done that before this time. I mean, the last times we encountered ogres or bugbears, we always talked our way out of the problem. I'm not sure if this applies here again. It could be. To be honest, that there's nothing saying that this person is hostile. Wait, did I? Sorry, uh, one second. Did I see a weapon? 
Uh, you did not, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't one hanging at its, you know, like a club or something like that. Yeah. Um, so. So it didn't look, as far as I could see, it looked like it was just scavenging. Like, who it's scavenging for, I don't know. Um, but it wasn't like a patrol or anything like that. It didn't, it didn't look like it was patrolling or guarding anything or, I, I don't know, I, I reckon we just wait it out. But why would it take, like, three backbears and two ogres with it? Maybe it adopted them. Yeah. Maybe their food. I don't know, but still, it's, it's a bit strange, isn't it? As strange as a, a half-orc, a, a half-lady, <laughs> a dwarf, a silver dragonborn, another dwarf, and a giant ice creature, a giant ice lizard traveling through the snow tundra. From my it point of view, the, the only strange thing about us is that we're carrying a yak around. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry, and the yak as well. <laughs> Do we know a lot about the predators of this area? And he he says, um, Bella. Exactly. <laughs> Probably Bella would be the most, although I suppose ice wolves could be a problem, but it's not likely to be an issue with Bella around. Although even then, and then suddenly Bella's head whips up and kind of looks behind her and Clixis looks up at her and, what is it, girl? And she kind of lowers her head. <laughs> And she's kind of like, nu you know, nuzzling him, basically. And he kind of, ah, what if you want to come with me this time? She's kind of like, he looks like he's going to go run back up to the, to the, like, top of the hill, the summit of the hill, when he isn't going to go with him. I'll go yeah, with him. I, I will, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so assuming then that River and uh, Greta stay and Celsig and uh, Urash go, you get to the top of the hill, the three of you, and you can now see that the bugbears and the ogres are all kind of sniffing and pointing up over the hill. And the giant is sort of listening to them as if there's some kind of debate going on um, as they keep pointing and gesticulating to each other and sort of yammering at each other. Um, now... Are they pointing towards us? Yeah, right when you say up the over the hill... Yes, they are yeah. pointing in your direction. Um, oh, they want... They're sniffing out food. They want our yak. Yeah. <gasps> God, the yak. No. End of us. Calixa no, says no. they may be smelling the yak. Uh, so what if they found the yak and not us? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll leave you... We're leaving a little bit of tracks right now because we made camp up there. Yeah, but they'll have free food in front of them and something that's not there. It's a, it's a similar plan that we had for the chimera, you know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but are they as scary as a chimera? They're right here. That's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> the chimera is entirely hypothetical at this point. I don't think that's true. Cameras, cameras aren't hypothetical. Cameras are glorious. <laughs> I, I meant the one that okay. may or may not be up the 12,000 steps. I throw my hands up. Okay, we'll leave the yak. But I love... Can we get a new yak? Maybe we can get a new yak. We will Maybe see. We'll yeah. Never know. We'll order takeaway. <laughs> so you're going to no, leave the yak behind, if I understand that correctly? Apparently. Yeah. Now, so so, based on where we are, so you, I was under the impression that this uh, hill giant and his entourage were in the way. Um, so how that can is right. we can we get can we go a different direction? Can we go around something? Can we like you could try I don't to know go what around them? Looks like yeah, you could try to go around them. Um, especially, yeah. I guess that might be the case if you left it here, and if they do end up going over the hill towards the scent. Um, you could, if you went far enough south or far enough north, um, then be able to kind of get around them. If you can picture them going over the hill and you kind of going, you know, giving them a wide berth either south or north above it. Yeah. But I mean, if this is a really hungry hill giant, maybe we can, we can trade with them. Like, yak against information or something. Also a possibility. And Calixa says, maybe, but I don't know that the hill giants are all that bright to know what you would even be asking them. Sorry, what did you say, uh, River? Are, are, they, are they nice? He I says, don't know. Bugbears, ogres, and a hill giant? Oh, my. 
<laughs> nice. He kind of he shrugs. He says, "I suppose miracles still happen." I mean, it's a possibility. I suppose if we if we encounter the the hell giant, we increase the chance of it. it if it's hostile, we increase the chance of it attacking us. But we also don't know. If we just assume it's going to be hostile, we don't know. We don't know if it is actually friendly. Excellent. You know, we need to survive to save the world, so maybe we just don't risk it at this point in time. I'll pick Excellent. a fight Gretchen's with every random with group save that the we <laughs> Alright, so are you going to give it a wide berth, or what are you What are you doing? I vote, I vote for, for wide berth. berth. I'm, I vote for Jinx. wide berth as well. Okay. Um, so, um, you're going to, and you're, but you are leaving the yak, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, you go I just decided that. Directly. Just like, yep. Yes, Bunk. that's what we're doing. <laughs> so we're going to just leave some of the yak. Like, to be fair, they're welcome to bring it with them if they want it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So you go way to the south and wait. Now, I will need all of you here. To be making no. a, uh, to be making stealth checks. These are not going to be no, particularly difficult stealth checks, but they are going to be stealth checks of a kind. Stealth check. All right. Well, yeah, I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm sneaky. Okay. I'm, I'm sneaky than I imagined. Stealth just vanishes stealth from though. view. That's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Orash is very concealed. Greta. Not so much. So and then there's there's that, so... yeah. I'm mourning the yak loudly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing. Like, Are we sneaking yet? <laughs> I'm really sad we left the yak behind. Oh, you can't see me. I'm Did... invisible. <laughs> Did we have to leave all the yak? Um, <laughs> did they lose the ranger? Well, listen. <laughs> well that's a complicated <laughs> yeah. question, question at this point. If you mean Fleos' version of the ranger or Celsic's version of the ranger. Um, <laughs> so um, when they get up there, um, they sort of look, uh, they're, they're kind of like cross, they crest the hill and kind of move down towards the yak, which is just lying there. And so when the uh, giant sees it, the giant seems very excited and goes over and begins sort of like pointing to it and then a couple times like lifts up the yak by one leg like it just dangles there it's no problem he just lifts it up he's like you know pointing at it like you know pointing at the yak and the bugbears and the ogres are kind of like you know nodding and sort of looking off in another direction and then one of the bugbears um as they're sort of looking around um you are sort of sitting over there like, what are they doing to our yak? Yak. yak <laughs> and um, the bugbear looks down and catches sight of you, River. Now, what are you going to do? Well, apparently sure I'm being indignant. For a minute. Oh, so I know that he sees me. You think so. Oh, okay. Uh... Well, I mean, he's looking in your direction anyway. <laughs> I look at the party and say, I think he sees me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled a five. Like, I gotta role play it. <laughs> can we like pull her into the snow or something? You could. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you could try to push her into the can snow. Can I do that? Can snow. I try and do that? Can I try and like bury her in snow? <laughs> sure. So she's like, guys, I think they see me. Okay. Let me have. Let's see. How am I gonna do this? Um, let's see what that guy's perception. What the? I hate group stealth. Wow. <laughs> so what did we spell it? The uh, Arvin, Arvin. Yeah, sure. Just, just as a curiosity, what did Bella roll for a stealth check? Um. So Bella <clears throat> did not. Yeah, Bella didn't bother with. Um, <laughs> just asking, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely did not bother with Bella. But the thing was, again, the question is really whether you can stay quiet enough to avoid notice. Not so much being able to hide unless you're going to bury yourself in the snow. Actually, Bella, if, you know, she sort of positions herself right, can kind of look like a bunch of icy rocks or hills. Like if you're from a distance, theoretically, it's more the sound. Um, and when, okay. they, when they look down, they see and the, the creature, the bugbear, sort of looks over and sees now nothing except just a blank space where river was river you're currently face down in the snow probably a little confused about what you're doing there and <laughs> yep <laughs> and and so he kind of looks there and then he takes a step or two forward and and then shrugs because he got a natural one 
and turns around and walks back to the rest of his group. Ace. Oh my um, god. I swear to god, you got a natural one. Um, nice. Amazing. So he goes back to the rest of the group, and they are now uh, sort of arguing over this yak. You know what? Next time we need to stealth away in the snow, I'm gonna ride on Bella. This is just not working out, the old stealth thing. <laughs> Indeed. I'll bet the snow looked tasty. Could very well be. Um, okay, so uh, when it goes back to its group, you folks are going to move on, I assume, from that point to try to yep. go. Okay. Um, so. so dragging River out of the snow. Uh, at this yeah, point. sorry about that. <laughs> You're not even. <laughs> um, and a little bit. <laughs> and um, and you continue along your way, um, and as you get farther away, and then eventually you're pretty much just out of about out of visual range um Calixis sort of laughs and says I suppose luck does come to adventurers sometime or another I'm glad ours was of the good kind yeah me too and uh <laughs> and you continue on your way um during the night of the second uh days the second night basically um he points out, uh, Calixus points out, looking ahead, that um, you were closing in on uh, what looks like this large kind of um, side of a mountain, basically. Um, and I'm going to put you actually where that is. Just a second. Where did I put my map? Show me that. I feel bad about Sephiroth thinking we're bad, we're, we're dead. Mm. Yeah, I I do too. It's one of those things, isn't it? We, we will let him know as soon as we know, as soon yeah. as we can. Basically. Do we know we survived the avalanche? Do we know we survived the avalanche? <laughs> yeah. did you just... It's we all think a dream. We did. Yeah, it's plot, all dream sequence. Plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. Yeah. All a dream sequence. Okay. Um. Okay, um, so you all find yourselves right around here, um, and uh, as I say on that second day, again, Bella moving at a really great pace, and um, as you get uh, closer, um, he points out to you, Calixus points out to you the side of this mountain, which kind of rises uh, in the distance, and he says, there you are. Salto's fortress is at the top of that thing, and the Yakfolk village on top of it. We should reach it tomorrow about midday, at least the 12,000 steps. And then we'll see what happens now that your Yak plan has been given up. And All right. he sort of, um, sort of smiles. And the next morning, um, you make the rest of your way to, this time without incident, just that one hill giant situation that you found to the base here of Iron Slag. So as you now look at these things, you can see that these steps that you're coming to the bottom of are rough hewn. Um, they are actually human size, not necessarily giant size. Um, but uh, you can see that the staircase is about 15 feet wide with no railing and um, it climbs basically in this straight line. So the thing I want to point out is it's not just a switchback. It basically goes straight and up. So you just goes up, up, up and it gradually curves around the side of the mountain up, 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 up until it gets to presumably right below the Yak Folk, Mount, uh, Yak Folk Village where it then doubles back. But otherwise it's a straight staircase that is sort of locked into the side of the mountain and no railing, 15 feet. And um, as you get to the bottom of the staircase, uh, again, there are no guards, as he had promised there would be unlikely to be. And he says, uh, Calixus says, all right, this is as far as Bella and I can go. We'll watch your back down here, and nothing else will come down below. But further up, of course, we can't say for sure. If all goes well, we'll wait here for a couple of weeks and try to see if we can make camp nearby. If all goes well, then I won't see you until after this whole situation is fixed. And if it doesn't, well, then we'll be here to try to pick up the pieces. 
but we won't be able to go up the steps. From here, you're going to be on your own. But if we find the conch, we will not be here and we will not get here again. Yes. If I don't hear from you in the next two weeks, I think that's safe enough. Then I'm going to go back with Bella. At that point, it either means you did your job or it means you didn't and waiting around isn't going to make much of a difference. That sounds fair. Okay. And so he um, comes up and basically shakes the hand of each of you and he says, Good luck to you. You're a strange crew indeed, but there's something about you that suggests that maybe, maybe what the world needs right now is some strangeness. Perhaps it'll be worth it to see what happens when four of you, and he kind of smiles at all of you, halfling, orc, dragonborn, and dwarf are able to make their way through together as a group. Perhaps it suggests something for all of us. In any case, be well and be safe. And uh, Bella comes up and kind of bangs her head into each of you, kind of clearly as a method of farewell, kind of nuzzles each of you, um, and then sort of crawls back a little bit, and you prepare to take your first step. Pet the Bella, pet the Bella. <laughs> yes, let's pet Bella. I pet Bella. Um, I also take a, take a moment just to thank Alexis. Actually, Roll for initiative for petting order. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I thank him for everything he's done. It's my pleasure. I suppose you don't lose the adventuring life or the desire to help others that easily. However, if you ever come my way again by way of avalanche, you can rot. I'm not interested in saving you again. Any kind of <laughs> semi-half smiles, maybe joke again, maybe not, and then kind of, uh, you know, punches you in the shoulder and turns around and goes back um, to the to Bella, gets up on the platform, and Bella and then turns around and begins moving away from the staircase. Um, okay, and now you folks can make your way up the stairs. Um, it is a long <laughs> way. Um, 12,000 steps. I was actually trying to think about the number of steps that I've ever taken in the stairs. I mean, I've, I have like one of those step counter things, and I think there have been a couple times when I went to Disney World where I've put in like 17,000 steps, but they were 17,000 overall steps, not like vertical steps, you know, not, not actually <laughs> climbing stairs. So... This is quite something, and as uh, you go up the stairs, um, the stairs seem fairly sturdy, but the wind howls and blows and kind of blows against you, and as you go up and up and up, and the air gets a little bit thinner, um, and you can sort of see below you maybe some very low-hanging clouds, uh, you get a little nervous about, um, theoretically, how high you would actually be uh, as you make your way up, 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 and up. Um, when you get about 300, 350 feet, so roughly speaking, you get um, about a little over halfway, let us say. Um, you come to a ledge which leads across uh, this area, basically like a bridge. And you can see that this thing is covered with bones. Like it's just like littered with bones, this ledge. Then we don't have a yak. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> Just disappointed. Very disappointed. I look up. So, uh, like directly up? Yes, directly up. Directly up, you can see. So directly up, you can just see the sort of side of the cliff wall um, that is continuing to rise above where the cave is, where this this thing is, uh, where these bones are. And maybe in the distance a little bit above that, you can see what might be the edge of the actual Yak Folk village. Um, ahead of you, the staircase just continues to rise. But to get to that um, part of the staircase, um, you would need to climb over uh, basically <coughs> these, these tons of bones and stuff like that um, that are there. Um, so basically there's the staircase that leads up to this ledge basically and then the ledge is covered with these bones and then there are stairs going up again a little further along and by the way Greta while you're taking a look at it you can also notice that there are almost certainly some dwarven bones among these bones 
Well, so the like the bone field is like in, in front of us. Right. And so the... you go up the stairs, and then in front of you is this sort of not a field, but a bridge basically that has a lot of bones littering it. And, and it... there's a room to the western side that kind of goes into the mountain. Ah, a bit. okay. I misunderstood that, but now I know. Oh, this looks like a job for me! Yay! <laughs> uh, I don't. In you go, sneaky boy. <laughs> I don't see how we could cross this without making noise. Like, there are bones underfoot everywhere. It might be a good idea to know if there's any reason to not make a noise before we worry about that. You mean, like, yeah. maybe, uh... it, it, maybe it has flown away to get some more food or something? Uh, I used to be perfectly selfish before I met you. <laughs> no, you were not. No. You were. You got rid of my yak. It's uh, that was like a group decision. You know, I met Brett like two years decision. ago, right? <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Look. So, if, yeah, we, I... if we fix the giants, I promise we will get you a new yak. Okay. Two yak days. <laughs> a yak to the lady pays back tenfold. Yeah. <laughs> this pleasant conversation all takes place while standing on a staircase <laughs> next to a howling wind, next to a bridge of bones. This, this, had, this gentle moment brought to you by Folgers Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> we've had we've had zany conversations in worse places. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that I says more about sure. the situations or us. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure we had a zany conversation whilst uh, giants were throwing giant boulders at us that time, mm -hmm. or when a city was under siege. Do you remember that? We had a cleverly uh, insane conversation during uh, that time. There well. was that time Greta caught fire. Well, that time she dropped a tower on someone. That was interesting. Or fell out of the sky and landed in a lake. <laughs> or, wow. or, oh, yeah, fell out, or fell out of the sky and landed in a, in a forest. Or fell out of the sky and landed <laughs> in a snow. Or... <laughs> Can we promise we will retire somewhere very, very flat when we've saved the world? <laughs> we so will. 